Hi friends, welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast. This is episode number 124. Wow, I just read a fabulous review. I sort of was having a down day today. Maybe some of you can relate. (laughs) I mean, it's Monday and it just feels like a cloudy and gray day. And I had to really pick myself from up off the ground today and convince myself that things are going to be okay and that everybody has depression and anxiety and down days and things do get better inevitably not every day can be perfect wabi sabi i think one thing that really helps me is when i know all of you are counting on me Every Monday evening or Tuesday morning or whenever you listen to this pod, Wabi Sabi, that you are there for me and I'm there for you and we have a special relationship together. So thank you for your review. I think it was Lily of the Valley that I read your review today on Wabi Sabi and so many of you that wrote your reviews for Spirited. Thank you. Cheers. I'm drinking my water to you. From one artist and struggling artist to another, I really thank you guys for your love and kindness and the joy that you bring to me in my perfectly imperfect life. I thought when I moved back to New York that everything was going to be easy and that being the touted golden girl of wellness, that things were going to be so simple. And that was not the case. I want you guys to know that I did not get booked on the shows that I was once on. Wendy Williams is gone. Dr. Oz is gone. All of my friends who were executives over at the Food Network, etc., have all shifted around. And we know mergers and acquisitions are happening between, say, Discovery um, Plus and HBO Max, etc. And so things really just change and shift. And I want to help you today while I help myself with rejection and breakups and moving on when things aren't really going your way. I realize that I've never done a full episode on how to get through a breakup. And, you know, I've teetered on doing that today because I care about so many of you that have been hurting and struggling. But I thought it would be more beneficial because not everybody, fortunately, is going through a breakup at this moment. So I thought it would be more helpful for us as a whole and a society to handle rejection and breakups as a whole because so many of us are looking for, how could we say, for life to be a little bit easier and better. And while so many of us have been out of work since January or February, I sit and stand with all of you, especially those in the writer's strike with the WGA and SAG as a SAG member myself, This is a really tough time. A lot of people are out of work. A lot of people are losing their jobs. So number one, if you have a full-time job, you are so blessed. And I am grateful for those friends who have that stability in their lives. And I also hope and wish for those friends that have that stability to be generous with their time and with what they can do. You know, sometimes it's hard for those of us who are freelancers to go to brunch or go out to dinner or go out on the town because we actually don't have the extra funds or resources to do so. So a lot of times I go to events to make me feel like I'm still being social 
in supporting my friends. And a lot of times those events are so generous and wonderful that you don't have to pay anything except your car ride over um, and, you know, dress the part, support your friends, give them a shout out on social, like do the things that you can do that don't cost you a lot of money. Um, I know that if a lot of you are feeling rejected right now with work, that you feel depressed and anxious. Number one, you're anxious because you don't have financial stability coming in. And number two, you feel depressed because you feel like you are a starving artist that has nowhere to put your contributions. And while this might be true, I do want you to know that every artist, and that includes Keanu Reeves and Picasso, they've all gone through their own lull in life. I mean, I'm sure Georgia O'Keeffe came up at a point where she ran out of flowers to paint and Vincent Van Gogh said, I'm going to cut my ear off in the meantime and and lose my mind because I'm not in a good mental state. I mean, these are people that I, I've studied... Um, Vincent van Gogh and true story. I think I've said this before, but my mother had a, a replica of one of his paintings up in our house when we were little. We had Georgia O'Keeffe, uh, van Gogh, Claude Monet, among others. My mother is a huge fan of impressionist art because of my grandfather, June Kumai. And I remember saying to myself, this picture is terrible. And I was like, you know, four or five-year-old Candace just making judgments over this painting. And later in life, I realized that it was a Van Gogh painting. So <laughs> what, what do I know? <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, that made my stomach hurt. Um, what do I know? You know, and then that's the other thing to say. What do people know? Who's to say that the people that are booking people right now, which is far and few between, um, number one, if you're getting booked on things, you're very lucky and consider yourself so grateful. And number two, if you're a person who's in a position of power where you get to choose and select artists, I highly recommend going back to the genre of the professional. And why I ask that of you, whether you're a casting director, an agent, a producer, a director, et cetera, or just um, somebody who is at you know, in-house at a brand that is making professional decisions. If you're a professional in your space, why wouldn't your brand ambassadors, partners, and content creators, why would you not want them to be professionals as well? There are a lot of people out there that virtually got booked off of dumb luck. Um, maybe they have fake followers. Maybe they're scam artists. I mean, I would really highly suggest looking at somebody's resume before hiring them, number one. And number two, um, when you hire a professional, you'll, you'll get what you pay for. It is really worth investing in powerful people who've been around for a while. I really believe that entrepreneurs that have the resources, the brain power, the integrity, and the history of working in their space professionally, I think that that shows through their work. So it was so kind for Lily of the Valley to write that I got so much better with time and age too. Lily, thank you so much. Um, I don't have a ton of cash to throw around on this pod. And as you all know, I don't have a ton of like resources to make it fancy. I've been told by my partner, it sounds ghetto. And I think you guys fucking like it. So um, I can't do anything about it. I virtually do not have the resources to pay for... Um, <laughs> to make it like fat, but I can give you what I have 
from brain power, which is what the Japanese do. And I can give you labor and I can give you the very best outcome for a problem solution synopsis that we can talk through in this 40 minute period once a week. It's my contribution. And for those of you, and I've heard this many times, um, apparently my voice is very soothing and relaxing and you guys like it. Amazing. Great. Imagine me having sex (laughs) I'm just kidding. Okay, so what I am getting to is that you've probably noticed that Kintsugi Wellness is not my narration and uh, it's not my voice. And you know what? That wasn't my choice. Sometimes in life, when you work with the machine as an artist, you're going to come up against people that don't give you good advice and that don't advise you properly and that actually make you feel like you're not good enough I was told, even though I needed the money so desperately in 2018 when I was recording the book for the intro and the closer, I was told that I was not good enough to record my own book and read my own book and that it was just too much work for me. And while I completely disagreed with that sentiment, I wouldn't dare speak back to my publisher at the time because it wasn't really in my train of thought. I wasn't developed enough. Now I'm 41. And at the time, I think I was like 36 or something. And um, times have changed. You know, I'd probably stand up for myself now and say, you know what, financially, this could work out for me really well. And I like my voice. I like being an alto or sounding like Daria. And I would love to narrate my own book. Could you please allow me the grace to do so? And I would take on the challenge, I think. But, you know, we all go through these lulls in life where we're either being rejected because we're being told we're something that we're actually not. And we need to learn how to take these opinions based on on ourselves and our work and do something good with them. So instead of getting mad about not narrating my own books, which I desperately wish HarperCollins would let me change at this point, I don't know if it's possible, guys. I Somebody can write to the publisher if you want and ask them. I'd be happy to record it. And it would tell a much different and vibrant and deeper and darker and sadder and more anxiety-laden, very real and honest story if I told it from my perspective because it is my writing 100%. I don't have anybody write my books, my recipes, or my work. Everything is 100% myself. Um, And for that, it does tell a different story, and you can sort of hear that when an author reads the pages of their own book. But again, you're going to be told a lot of things. You're going to feel very rejected. You are going to have dates changed on you left and right. You're going to get canceled on a lot. Uh, I got invited and disinvited to a party tomorrow. Um, Everything like kind of just adds up, you know, and while I sat at my desk and I tried not to cry and well into tears at least three different times this morning, um, I realized that I have it good. I have my health. I have people that do value my writing and my work and my recipes and my books and my shows. And I have people, hands on my heart, that still believe in me and my work. And I can bet you that you do too. So if you can count on one hand at least three people that believe in you and your work, sure, it's your mom, sure, it's your dad, and sure, it's your best friend. (laughs) But that's three people and that can multiply into a solid audience. And the one thing that you have to grow that audience is time because there's no rush 
to get to where you want to go. So if you feel like super rejected, as I have over the last few weeks and months, and when I moved back to New York, no, I was not. I was no longer on fire the way that I was when I left here. It is so weird. And I don't mean that like regarding how I look in a leather skirt. I think I probably could look even better now, which is very weird, but gives you guys a lot to look forward to as you age. As long as you work out and eat well, you'll be good. I mean that as in like I used to be like the it girl in my space and wellness and get booked on everything left and right every single week in New York. And now this space is so fucking crowded And by that, I mean, it is full of snakes and con artists, as we talk about frequently, and dark corners and dark places that I actually want out. And this is your pivot right here. Okay, get ready to write this phrase down. This is how I know where I need to go when things aren't really working out for me right now. Do you know what you need to do? Are you ready to write this down? First, take a deep breath in. And take a deep breath out. You need to go back to where you began. You need to remember why you got started. And you need to make a full circle return to what got you to where you are today. Do you remember what that was? It doesn't matter if it was 3, 5, 7, 10, 20 years ago. It was one of those. And the thing that got me to where I am was cooking, recipes, and cookbooks. And I shall return to them. I got the memo, guys. Nobody gives a shit about philosophical stuff. I get it. And you could, but I mean, nobody cares about it in the aspect of an audible book. So... (laughs) And while I am so deeply and wildly grateful for everybody here that listened to it, because if you read the reviews, they are ringing true. It is a great book. It is very deep and it is serious, but it is a fucking facet of me that I needed to get out on paper. And here is what my partner said, and this is true for you too. This is something you might want to write down. You are tree and spirituality is a branch It's a section, if you will, that you can reach out with, but it is not the whole tree. It is merely a facet of your work. Spirituality and wellness are branches on my tree, but my tree is almost always going to be rooted in cooking and recipes and cookbooks. And for that, I kind of get it. And maybe I'll be withered and gray by the time somebody greenlights a show for me to cook on. (laughs) I mean, that would be fucking great to be like a real person on my own cooking show. Um, And, you know, that is always the thing. It's like the goal and the driver that I've dreamed of my entire life. And what would be so fucking cool is us documenting my whole journey on this podcast for the last six years together. And I, I would love to be able to announce to all of you that that happened, you know, and, and, and here we are, you know, like after my seventh book, like still feeling very much like a reject in so many ways. Don't get me wrong. My hand is on my heart. I am wildly grateful for the opportunities that have come my way. 
especially with um, Shiseido, amazing, wonderful women I work with there. Uh, Belvedere, incredible boss, Jasmine. Um, And also that team has since left, but the experience will always stay and ring true to me, like with Molly and Alyssa and Damien and my team. Um, Just everybody there was a blessing to work with, honestly. There's, There's so many people, especially the bosses there. They were so good to me. And then the Broccoli Rob team, Andy Boy, the farmers and the family, they were just such wonderful people. And these are three of the biggest brand deals I ever signed. And I'm so grateful for them because we, you know what, rarely see them anymore. They That entire budget and those high-end commercials and events, they now go to like 10 influencers or 15 or 20 instead of a professional like myself, which is why I ask the market to really do a deep dive into what you get, what you pay for, you get what you pay for. And also like professionally speaking, I love my clients and I will give them the world on a silver platter. My mindset is not of one of entitlement out of college. My mindset is one of go to culinary school, do the work, pay your bills, pay for it on time, do what you can, get a job, employ yourself, pay your taxes on time, go to work, go to school, pay your bills, and then also do time as a line cook, do time as a food writer, do time as a food editor, do time as a producer and a director, do time as a food TV host, do time as a free contributor to the Today Show, learning from all the greats, be really grateful for what you have and what you have learned, and then maybe the brand deals might come along. So it's not this wide open space where people are self-proclaimed celebrities and influencers and public figures. Gross. First of all, anybody who calls themselves that is not one, I'll tell you that. Because if you're an actor, you're an actor. If you're an artist, you're an artist. If you're a musician, you're a musician. If you're a writer, you're a writer. And you'll notice that I've started to make this shift too. So this is another really important pivot that I want you to listen to. Go back to where you got started and don't let go of that talent. It's the greatest resource that you have. I know that my body and my mind, my persona, the way I write and cook, it's all intertwined, right? And so while I am wildly grateful for the opportunities that I've had and the books that I, I mean, the book deals like Audible Originals was incredible because of Brandy and Rose. And I also really enjoyed writing this last book because it was really deeply painful and wild And I also really enjoyed working with my team on the NHK documentary, even though I bled out with my savings on that. And I didn't really see a huge return. But you will find that most artists will tell you this story, and it's like a big welcome to the fucking club instead of a, oh, I'm so sorry you lost 150K. You know, it's sort of humbling starting back to square one. I envy people that get that got booked on their own cooking shows and shows very early on and out the gate. I envy that. That was never my story. In fact, it was, and then the, the shows got canceled. It was so sad. I mean, although Cook Yourself Thin is a terrible title and it wasn't even close to anything I picked, it was part of the machine. IMG already had that in the bag in the UK and then in the US they blew out the show and then before you know it we were all out of a gig even though we had a New York Times number one best-selling cookbook 
for an entire month. And Stephen King was like, who the fuck are these cook yourself thin bitches? So point being, be really grateful for where you are, even if it is a season one. Be really grateful for the opportunities that come your way, even if you do bleed out of pocket. And be really grateful for the times that you get rejected because they help you to pivot in your career and start to see the shape of where you, I want to see where you are going. You can't stay stagnant in these these days, you know, in this climate. You got to keep reinventing yourself. So I have an announcement to make. If I had a kazoo right now, I would say, I wish I had a kazoo. Okay, so I could get a kazoo and then we could make this show high budget. How does that sound, Sean? (laughs) I love how he tells me, "Um, you need to get like real sound effects and like a real producer. (laughs) One day, one day you'll see. So I wrote my eighth book proposal and I turned it into my book agent. It took me about two weeks to do. Um, let's see what she says. We already went through one round of notes and she loved the title and she loved the concept. So it can also be applied to a show. And I was thinking a cooking show would be so great because I have yet to see many cooking shows where they cook really delicious food that makes you really feel good and it tastes fucking delicious and it's not bad for you. You know, we we do all the bad shit here and there, all we want. But the good stuff, man, like eating like real good like avocado toast with some Gruyere cheese or maybe even a fried chicken salad or maybe it's Japanese karaage with a miso vinaigrette salad or just like your favorite kale avocado Caesar. I mean, I'm just trying to think of these recipes that we've been missing in our climate right now. And I get it, you guys. I got the memo. Nobody gives a fuck about spiritual shit. I got it. My friend Vinti told me over a glass of wine at the bar, leaning across, looking at me in New York when I moved back. And then my other friends, two of them, back to back, Alyssa and Dana, both said, you know, you've gotten really serious with your writing. And I get it. I have... But you guys, again, this is an extension of my branches. It's not really who I am. It's not the core of my trunk. And it's not where I'm going to go forever. So while I got the book out, and you all know that it was a good book, I really enjoyed writing Spirited with Rose and Brandy. It's time to go back to where I got started. So thank you guys for listening, for supporting, for signing up for my fucking newsletter and for clicking on shit and buying stuff at thematchashop.com. Because I know who you are because I'm the one fulfilling the orders and I'm the one who's sending out the newsletter emails. It's the same person. No machine here. No marketing person hired. And while I'm not very good at doing everything on my own, I want to give a shout out to every single one of you out there that is doing everything on your own because my goodness, do I see you and hear you and I know how hard you are working. Take a deep breath in and take a deep breath out. So here we go. 
we are going to try to get out there and get your message out there and say, even if you feel rejected, even if it feels like it hasn't been happening, even if you feel overlooked and underpaid, even if the dates got changed or the show got canceled, or you didn't get invited to that party you wanted to go to that you thought you were invited to, you are all good. You're going to survive. You're healthy. You're happy. You've got things going on in your life. And guess what? People used to say this to me all the time, and now I actually believe it. But they say to me, Candace, it's already on the way. If you have that mentality that you are already on your way, imagine how beautiful your world is going to open up soon. As much as I wanted to sit in my sorrows and sulk today, I virtually could not do it anymore. I said to myself, it is about time for me to get my ducks in a row, to work on what I need to do to get to where I want to go. And if it takes me years, then let it take me more years because it's already gotten me this far. But in the meantime, I'm going to write another cookbook. I'm going to pray the right publisher comes along and sees the value and I'm going to keep going as this like single engine that could because, and here's where we would have added in the sound effects too. Cue the choo-choo train. I really believe that we are on our way, but I also want you to know that along the way, you're supposed to look around and see the beautiful people that you meet, the relationships that you've cultivated, the cool people that you've met in your corner, I mean, this stuff happens every day. At Miranda's birthday, I met this adorable registered nurse named Celeste, and we became like immediate friends. And then like while working on today's show notes, I love my producer, Katie, that we talk frequently about business and moms and just like how to be a hard worker. And no matter what comes your way, to always keep working hard. Or it's been amazing working with Brandy on the new books because I can give her an idea and she conceptualizes it and really agrees with me and does a brainstorm and then gets me fired up to get the proposal going. And I'm currently in the space of looking for a new manager. I think it's time to find this, you know, we can call him the quarterback or we can call him the point guard or whatever we need to call him. I just feel like we need one more set of players on my team to get me to where I need to be. And sometimes you just know it's that time. You've got to ask yourself a lot of questions. And as far as rejection and relationships goes, it is so hard, my friends. And I love all of you deeply. My hand is on my heart. It is very hard to get through a relationship that was built on trust and love and your heart I yeah of course there are days where I still think about past stuff and I just think I'm in such a better place now and that time is the greatest healer it will help for you to get out of the mindset that you are stuck in by seeing your friends going to a brunch going to see a therapist, going for a walk, Salvatore on Milando, as I say in Spirited on Audible Originals. It is important for you not to forget the legacy that you started, not to let this person ruffle your feathers or shape you or change you in any different way, not to let them make you hard. 
It is important if you are a fellow New Yorker, as I am, that you don't let this city make you hard. This is a city that can bring out a lot of anger and frustration, especially in today's climate. So don't let the sadness in your heart over your breakup bring anger. Don't let the sadness of rejection and not getting jobs and not feeling the way that you once did about your work in a prolific way. Don't let it change you and make you hard and angry. You've got to stay afloat and stay positive. If somebody is mean to you, which we've done plenty of podcasts on Mean Girls, truly this is a reflection of the individual spewing the hate onto you. And what does it say about them? All you need to do is ask yourself, this is not about me. What does this say about them? And can I ignore it and think of bigger and brighter things? There are far better days ahead of you than there are any that were left behind. Remember that quote. And now, while we have time, I'm going to remind you to download Audible Originals Spirited. Audible.com slash spirited. If you want to hear this soothing and fabulous monotone voice, I do narrate my own book for the first time, and we are so looking for five-star reviews. These reviews help us to be able to get new book deals and to keep growing. I have a huge favor this week to ask you as well. On thematchashop.com, you can buy signed books there, or you can get Kintsugi Wellness on Amazon right now. And if you get it now and you send Danny at CandiceKumai.com your review, she will also send you a free gift for that book as well. We have duplicate gifts that are all worth over about $35 each that we can send to you now. We need to get the sales up on Kintsugi Wellness so that we can get the best year of cookbooks out there. I want us to live to tell the story that I did this without a machine behind me. I want to live to tell the story that I did this on my own consistently with integrity, with excellence, with grace, even though it was the harder thing to do. And while I am not perfect at all, and I have my highs and lows, my hormonal days and the depression and anxiety that we all suffer with together, not one of us will leave this planet without suffering So feel comforted in knowing that each of these books was written by me. We just need the numbers up. And I know you're looking for a gift to give to your best friend, to yourself, to your loved one, to your mom, to your brother, to your sister, to someone who has had rejection, anxiety, depression, or breakup that has been going on soon. So if you can please get a copy of Kintsugi Wellness, it's only about 28 bucks and it would really help to support this podcast as a whole. That's it for this week, guys. I wanted you to write down those things on where you got started and what was it that got you into the business to begin with? And is this the place you want to be? And how are you going to create this path for you on your own without being controlled by others? And how will you get through the toughest times in your life? Do you fight through the tough times when things don't go your way with respect and dignity because you should treat your life with the same respect and dignity no matter if it's good or bad. Keep it equal, balanced, calm, and cool. 
And don't forget to give this pod a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. And thanks for listening. If you want more juicy recipes and to find out what's new on my calendar, I want to see you guys. I'll be doing events this year. And truth be told, this is honest to God truth. I'd probably not share with you at all. I actually have had a lot of depression this year. And I normally haven't, I like haven't seen it poke its head out in a while. I'll be honest. I was doing good there for a while. Now, I'm not sure what it is. It could just be that, you know, we came out with the spirituality book and everybody just kept telling me they wanted my recipes. So it's a little like mixed messages. Um, It could be many things, but sometimes my depression gets the best of me and I don't want to be social and I'm really afraid to do an event. And I don't think anyone's going to come or I think that like nobody likes me and you know what does help you guys that is so small and little, but it's also a confidence booster. It's just writing me little comments on every Instagram post I put out. I see people looking at my stuff every day that never, ever comment anything to me. There's no go Candice. Good job. Love this recipe. Keep going. I know how hard you work. I know you do this on your own. I know you don't have a regular paycheck. You're awesome. You're fabulous. Thanks for the help. Thanks for the books. I'll do it to you. I promise. But I just see so many people that just virtually stand there and stare at me. And I'm like, come on, you guys, send me a little hit of love. I'll do the same for you, rest assured, every time. So if you love someone's work, tell them you love them. My boyfriend wanted to see a DJ this weekend that he had followed for like 15 years. And when we were leaving the rooftop, he said, well, I don't need to say hi to him. And I said, you know what? We're totally going to go say hi to him because guess what? You saying hi to him is a form of currency in love. Tell the person that you admire, even if you're scared or you know you won't hear back from them, just tell them you love them. I've done it a million times and I never hear back. And it's all good. Like I said, rejection. Rejection is just like this thing that we're all going to have to get through together because it's real. It will happen to all of us. And of course it happens to me too. I think there is a preconceived notion of who I am that is not true. And it is only until we did this podcast, Wabi Sabi, that people started to figure out, oh, she's just as fucked as I am. It's true. So write your comments, guys. Write your comments on my posts and follow on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. And we'll be all good. Keep supporting this cheapo deluxe podcast without a kazoo. And somebody can mail me a kazoo too if you would like. All right. I love you guys and have a great week and keep doing good deeds and keep sharing all the love with your friends and family and share this podcast with two of your best friends today or share it on Instagram. I'll see you guys soon. Have a great, fabulous one and ciao for now.